episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. I am one of your hosts and cult leaders, Jordan Garcia. Right next to me, I got the main weasel himself. Oh, uh, yeah, Armando Aviso here. And uh, what do we usually do here on this uh, Criterion Cult Film Podcast, buddy? <laughs> well, what we like to do here is we like to uh, talk about film. And one of the, and what, one of the films that we like to talk about is a film that's in the Criterion Collection. And then one of us each episode brings a film that we believe belongs in the Criterion Collection. We pair those films, we talk about those films, but mostly we argue and fight about the film that we believe belongs in the collection. And today, that's what Mondo's doing. He's bringing his picks to to, to battle it out to well, get in. Let me, let me correct you real quick on that, Jordan. These aren't my picks. These are my girlfriend's picks, Roxanne's. Oh, she's a, a Polly Shore fan, diehard Polly Shore fan. Oh, so, <laughs> so yeah, don't. Yeah. So yeah, uh, she gave me this. Okay, uh, but she, you, but you have an argument for it. Though, yeah, of right? course. Of yeah, course, you got yes. an argument for yeah. for her. Yeah. 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 Okay. 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 But yeah, she. This is her. Shout out, this Roxanne. This is her picks. Yeah, Roxanne. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Love you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay. Well, yeah. you guys. Are, yeah. She brought. Uh, she loves Encino Man. And well, uh, what are the? Yeah. Tell us the picks. Tell yeah. Us the picks. Uh, obviously, yes. I'm, she she is bringing and out for her. I am bringing Encino Man. I am just a vessel. Today. Yeah, he, you are just an avatar. Um, this has yeah. never happened before. This is the first time yeah. on the pod, folks, has ever happened. Yeah. He's being controlled by someone else. Yeah. Um, and then uh, from the well, cri- just in terms of the picks, yeah. yeah. And from the Criterion Collection, we're pairing it with Bringing Up Baby, another wacky screwball comedy. And what is uh, that spine number for oh, all the yeah. spine heads? Uh, which is a recent buy for you in the Criterion sale or Barnes yes. and Noble sale? Is that not? Is is that correct? Uh, yes, you could say that. Say that Barnes and Noble fifty percent off. Yeah, yeah it's over it, now. Got to hit it up. Yeah, it's over yeah, as we yeah. speak. I bought this last minute on the, like the last day. But, but yeah, you, uh, but, but if you missed out, then you're a fool. Yeah. Sorry, but it'll come around again. But yeah, the spine number on this is ten eight five. Ten eight five. Mark Ooh. it down for all you spine heads out there. Yeah. It's one of the great things about the Criterion Collection and physical media is that you know you get to have that number. You can make your library. You can do it by alphabetical order, or you can do it by. Uh, spine number. Yeah, however you it like to. Gives Director, you the choice. Actor, whatever. All right, so let's get into. Um, let's yeah, exactly. Let's get into uh, by color. A lot of people do yeah. it by color because oh, you can yeah. really do a good color scheme with these yeah. uh, covers. Uh, let's get into our first movie. Yeah, bring it up, baby. Uh, let me get the synopsis up right here. This is a uh, night from 1938, uh, directed by Howard Hawks. And so begins the hilarious adventure of Professor David Huxley and Miss Susan Van- uh, Vance, a fl- uh, flutter-brained vixen with love in her heart. To say the least. Uh, there's something more behind that heart. Uh, David Huxley is waiting to get a bone he needs for his museum collection. Through a series of strange circumstances, he meets Susan Vance, and the duo, duo have a series of misadventures which include a leopard called baby wow i mean that sums it up right that's yeah that, yeah. That, yeah there's really yeah there i mean yeah that's pretty much it yeah but yeah uh, so yeah uh, obviously susan vance is uh, played by katherine hepburn uh david huxley the is carrie grant uh charles ruggles is horse applegate uh who else we got we got may robson as elizabeth random is a uh, uh, Susan Vance's uh, 
aunt. And that's pretty much it, right? Like, there's no... It's just Carrie Grant and... Yeah, I mean, there's Captain like an assortment of random people, but yeah, that, yeah that's the, pretty uh, much the main. Yeah, there's the constable uh, uh, Sulcum, uh, Walter Catlett. I was going to also say uh, Fritz Feld, who plays Fritz Lemon, the... the the psychiatrist that they keep stealing his stuff. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. He's I mean, like just you know, game. he's yeah. kind of in it. In yeah, a, that's in a true. Lot of stuff, but but it's but. mostly Cary Grant and uh, Catherine Hepburn. And they do not, you know, they do not list uh, baby in the credits. Yeah, I think IMDb is the only one that does that, where it actually will show oh, like the, the animals. But I mean, this was back in the day, so they probably shot that thing when they were done with it. Oh this. yeah. <laughs> if Peter saw this movie, they'd have a fit. Uh, yes. Well, I mean. That's why, I mean, I'm sure that's why it's, it is the way it is now, yeah. because they saw these people doing this shit with these animals, and they're just like, why do you have a leopard They right saw there? Cary Grant manhandling a leopard, <laughs> yeah. and some yeah. and some poor dog got eaten by that leopard. Yeah, Catherine Heffern trying to act while on the phone while a leopard's rubbing up against her leg, yeah. just like growling at it. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. So bringing up Baby. Yes. Um, Howard Hawks classic. Uh, Howard Hawks is in the clay. This, uh, this is is this this is not a recent. Uh, this is pretty addition, recent, right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty recent because yeah. he does have um, Red River. He does have uh, the his um, his girl Friday. His girl Friday, and I believe Rio Bravo is in the collection as well, right? Oh, uh, like on a Laserdisc or something, or, uh, or maybe not. Maybe it's just uh, maybe not. Maybe it's just Red River, but I know Red River is yeah, in the collection. Red River, and yeah, I know uh, his girl Friday is. So Howard Hawks, uh, a very um, uh, a lot of genres. He wasn't just a screwball comedy guy. Did yeah. westerns, different stuff like that. Um, noirs, is this your? Is right? it, yeah, he did noirs. Yeah, especially yeah. back in those, that time. Yeah. That's that's those were the best. First time watching Bringing Up Baby, Mondo. Uh, yeah, this is my first time Same seeing here. it. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of one of those ones I would have gotten to eventually, but obviously this expedited expedited to the head of the line uh, um sure. expedited expedited yeah uh, i mean expedited that's also yeah. that's a, that's a carrier that you can, that you can, <laughs> um honestly it was one that i did want to watch as well that i did want to uh see because of howard hawks and because i'm you know yeah i would want to go through all these kind of older screwball comedies and stuff but most i'll tell you one thing one of the things that did kind of get lit a fire under my ass was how good that cover looks on the oh, okay yeah well, when they so first cool. like released the cover of it for yeah the, for the blu-ray or whatever i was like oh damn like i just really like i don't know it just like looks cool it just looks like a movie you should own yeah definitely uh but watching it i will say that i did enjoy it i was a little oh, a little did? flabbergasted okay. with it at first uh, yeah i wasn't sure because your reaction was um I don't know. Yeah, I guess flabbergasted is the correct well, word. Well, I will it. say that, like, so it's like... Or, like, scoffing at it sometime, well, at I, times. I, it, it's one of those things which, I mean, I'll talk about it kind of later with Encino Man, where I I didn't... The the movie, I liked the movie, but I, I just was ups, really upset with these characters. Oh, yeah. Where, like, I, I just was, like... I Obviously, I know that it's a screwball comedy, and they're supposed to be doing these things to, to make you laugh, and it's supposed to go along but, this way in a dumb kind of, like, but, you know, like... Yeah, I get what you're saying because maybe like the um, Catherine Hepburn's character is supposed to come off kind of cute that she's doing this stuff. And yes, it, and it's and it doesn't, and it's co- the complete opposite. It's maddening. Right. Yes, it's like, it, it, it's 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 it drives me mad, especially yeah. because of how fast the dialogue is and how kind of uh, back and forth it is yeah. between all the characters. How it, how and especially because she speaks so fast and she's always just like talking in circles to make other people talk in circles. Yeah. She's never giving like the full story. Like she's leaving something out. So, so that uh, everything is misconstrued and like everything is, 
it leaves the other characters um well, it, uh, guessing or like, but it also makes them look like they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Like he'll just be like, I'm just trying to golf. And she'll be like, well, that's weird that you're over here in the parking lot then like yeah. bothering me. And he's just like, no, you don't like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it just, it, it's She's always completely that. ignores him. Yes. Like whatever, whatever anyone else is doing. But right. Like, and then, yeah, when she answers, it's like, just like, ugh, it's like frustrating. It's like, so, yeah. Ugh. So I think that's what, what you probably felt was that I just, and and I, I till the very end I do not like her character. Oh yeah, they're, they're, I don't even like Cary Grant's character. I think he's a goddamn idiot. Like, but I think it works well for what the film is supposed to be. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I did enjoy it because it, you know it was funny. I did think it was yeah. Because like really obviously this is not like a you know this is not supposed to be realistic. It's of course. a fucking yeah, it's yeah, a wacky yeah, zany, it's a screwball screwball you know yeah comedy like it and then I guess so that's like the funny part too that is that they do like end up together you know or he does end up liking her right like, and, and really norm- for no reason because, because there's no because any like, normal yeah. thing any normal person wouldn't fall no. in love with her it would be well, they're like, both not normal people yeah <laughs> you know they're like, both mentally ill yeah it would be like so that's like the screwball part of it too yes. you know like not just that comedy but like right the, the the tropes of the love story and how they're like told i guess you know yeah because i mean it's obviously a different uh director it's a different thing but it happened one night is you know essentially a screwball comedy as well, screwball romantic comedy, mm-hmm. but it's it's more focused on the two falling in love, and you mm-hmm. see that happen, yeah. right? They they don't like each other and they're annoyed with each other, but then eventually they they yeah. grow. They have to learn. They learn to love each other for different reasons. They yeah. find out more about each other. Blah blah blah. Here that never happens. That she yeah, literally just talks in circles until he. I feel feel like he finally just feels defeated and is just like, "Fine, I just love you too." I guess I do. Like he like has like you Stockholm are her, syndrome like, or and something. And she's also like literally harassing him. Like mm-hmm. she harasses him. Like to the very end of that movie, she harasses and destroys his life. Yeah. Who's gonna get married? <laughs> yeah, he was I, supposed to get married, and she just whisks him away and makes him do all this shit with the leopard and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That like that, that's why I was just so. It was one of those things that was frustrating to me because there are people who are like that. Not yeah, to that. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously exaggerated, but there are people who will. And a lot of times, you know, you think about like when I was younger or something that I might have been like that the way he was so passive and just so, oh, like maybe everything is my fault or maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. maybe I do have to do this thing that people are asking me because they're just asking me, you know, like it's just it just was really like I just it was just very angry watching them just be so <laughs> horrible people. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, once you kind of put that aside, it's like you can like sit back and enjoy the the wackiness and then the misadventure that ensues. Yeah, you know? exactly. So that, that, you know, that that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I have that frustration about the characters, but watching it, it was still funny and it was still like interesting to see where it was going and yeah. stuff like that. And, you know, and it's one of those things that we were talking about before the mics went on. But I was saying that like these um you know, you don't really have these like high concept comedies anymore mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, like that's kind of, I mean, look, I don't, this is sort of a joke, right? But like, I think like that leopard is obviously like a, a metaphor for something because there's like a lot of induendos that are in this movie, like sexual induendos. Well, yeah. So like, like, I would say this is like a, it's like a, it's a sex comedy, but not. Yes. It's, you know, it's, like, they, it's they like they were like hiding it. They were hiding yeah, what it's like. They're hiding it, the yes. sexual frustration and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And like, you know, and Sino Man's kind of like a it's a stoner. It's a stoner comedy. But it's that, you know, no one smokes in that movie or anything. Like right, that, right, right, right. Yeah. It's just kind of like it just has like the vibe. Like the yeah. characters have the vibe that they're like high all the time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But and then also like that, the Encino Man's the same thing where it's like these high kind of concept comedies where 
you know, the characters can sort of just be, I mean, not so much an Encino man, but they can sort of just be one dimensional because all it is is just, oh, crazy lady with leopard falls yeah. in love with scientist guy who can't seem to say no and just does everything and is all yeah. like, you know what I mean? And and they literally never grow or change. It's just wacky yeah, adventures that they yeah, have, right. you know? So, and a lot of like, you know, youth comedies today, like we were talking about, it's usually, if it is a romantic comedy, they're usually people who like work like at like Apple or like, a startup or like yeah, for Uber, stupid, yeah. it's like something that's so modern. And then the person they're dating is like an artist or like, you know what I mean? Like, or yeah. like a photographer or works at a photo gallery or something. Yeah. It's always some shit cool, like that. Like just some yes. cool job. It's always some cool job so that they can have celebrity guests like in those movies. And yeah, Catherine Hepburn's character is just rich. Yes. She's just like literally a white rich woman yeah. who has nothing better to do than to basically harass a man into loving her <laughs> um, and just, like, destroy people's lives. I mean, she seems to just be, like, yeah, a tornado. Why she, why of a, she harass this man? I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't it never know. really kind of, like... That's what I'm saying. You don't know why really they fall up, in love. Is, yeah, that, that, I mean, and that's why, like, talking about it, I'm like, oh, that was kind of, that's part of the joke. Like, you know, obviously that would be, like, the focus of a normal, like, movie or, 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 or a romantic comedy or something like that. But this one, it's just, like, you know every like like the structure of this movie everything like is something goes wrong like every situation like nothing ever goes right it's really crazy how like how it's structured like that how like every like every situation is turned upside its head sort of like it never goes right you know like whether it's him holding you know just going to the to that like dinner and is like and she's and he and he falls on his ass and hit and he ends up sitting on his top hat. When he, he falls like, on his ass. He sits on his head. Yeah. Oh, well, no, but no, yeah. No, he sits on his top but, hat. But yeah. like right before that, he, uh, a lady was trying to check it in for him, for him, but he didn't. And then like you know, like all everything has like a payoff or like it sets everything is set up, you know, for it to like tumble. Yes. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh -huh. every situation, like nothing goes is like right. That's Every, why they're playing the stupid game with the yeah. peas or with the olives. Yeah. And that's why she does the olive thing. And that's yeah. why he slips. And then he does the but hat. That gets him. That gets yeah. her to that table where she takes the, right. pur the wrong purse. And he ha like yes. she makes him hold it. And yeah. And he just and that person happens to be a psychiatrist who runs into them again. And they're over there talking about leopards and claim mm. that they know people that they he, he's like, no, you don't know these people. You don't have an aunt. <laughs> Which is a crazy thing, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, yeah. No, it's 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 very clever in that sense, in that like mm -hmm. it like you know the story moves along in a very I mean in a super fast paced way. Mm -hmm. I mean it, when it's, it starts, it just goes like yeah, once just he, going yeah yeah like you don't even understand really what he's trying to do at first. He's trying to get this guy that he's golfing with to give him some money yeah. uh, from the museum, but you don't really know why they're giving away that money. They just are, you know. Yeah, but but it's her aunt that's actually giving the money. Right, like, you find so, that out. Yeah, yeah, later yeah. as it goes. It all, course. yeah, it all unfolds. But yeah, yeah. at first you're just kind of like, what the hell is going? Like, how did they get here? What? Right. Why? Yes. But like, what, why? And then also why? Like, yes, and yeah. why is she like? And then yeah, she just like hits his golf ball, and he's like, hey, that's like, and it just becomes this whole like whirlwind of shit where like she yeah. steals his car. Like it's sort of like it's yeah, very cartoony, like Bugs Bunny. I mean, like it's how? kind of like what I think what Natalie Portman was supposed to be in Garden State. Oh, yeah, like that's like is. one of those manic pixie dream girls. But this is like overboard. This is just like you know nobody. Oh, yeah, this is like yeah, this is then. No, she 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 should go to jail for all the things that she's done. She yeah. stole cars. She just like she has a leopard just in out in public. She should be behind bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, this is like yeah, this is not like this is a wild animal like. Yeah, 
yeah, that's. Can I can I ask you what you think? What what is the connection between this and Encina Man? What is your connection? Because uh, I kind of, I mean, I didn't have one when you had yeah. mentioned it, but I mean, now that I watch it, I kind of see one. Yeah, um, but, I mean, I hadn't seen Encino Man in a long time, so it's kind of like I had to figure out, like, obviously, when we watch the movies too. Uh-huh. <laughs> Obviously, it's just the surface thing is the screwball comedy-ness of it. Like, the the leopard and then a fucking caveman. You know, like, that's, like, the MacGuffin kind right. of thing. Like, that sets off the story of, like, these characters to, like, not necessarily grow, but go on this adventure. Right. And Run around chasing it, chasing getting into it, yeah, things kind with of it. Like, and also kind of, and also they use both. Hey, oh, they also right. use both of these, like you know, to get Cary Grant to go with her to. Okay, I, 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 okay, that's what I was like you know? gonna say. Too. And then yeah. you know, obviously, um, Sean Astin's character in Encino Man, like he's using you know, uh, Brendan Fraser character Link, Link, Link Linkovich, uh, you know, to, to try be to cool, get to be cool, to cool and try to and, get and get the girls. girl like right. that he's. Okay. That he's like crazily deserves, you know, like uh, Sean Astin's the manic pixie kind of like dude in this in Encino Man. Because, no, he's an incel. Oh yeah. Well, yes, yes, yeah. he's the incel because he, you know, like he he feels like he, he deserves, feels obligated to like, to a woman. Yeah, like yeah. he does. This is his woman. This is like he's you know, like a modern day caveman. Yeah. In that sense. Yeah, exactly. Where he thinks he should be able to walk up and show her a picture of them naked when yeah. they were kids, and that's her going to, like, sleep with him. Like, you Yeah, know? that's, like... It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird when he says stuff, like, about her. Like, it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, oh, like... It's fucking weird. Oh, it's she's, gross. She's, she's cute now. Like, you know? Like, oh, she wasn't... She was ugly before or something? Yeah. Like, like it's yeah. so, like... It's like, eesh. Okay, yeah, so that, yeah. that was, like, the, the connection that I was going to say, too, that I saw, mm-hmm. where it was like, yeah, like, literally... Uh, the leopard baby and then Link, uh, uh, Brendan Fraser, the caveman, are like used as like catalysts again for the story yeah. to like take off. Yeah. But to get you to be into these people's lives and then again to the antics. But also they were used by because Catherine Catherine Hepburn is both Polly Shore and Sean Astin rolled into one, just one big psycho, and she uses. I feel like Polly Shore is, has like is not not crazy or anything. I mean, he's like, well, not crazy. Like just a not, weird, not weirdo. Like, yeah. He's just a weirdo, but he yeah. doesn't want anything. He just wants to teach yeah, him yeah. stuff, you know, like he's of not course. Like, yeah, but he's a weirdo. Yeah. Uh, I, I just mean that like okay. she's, she's like eccentric and weird. Yeah. Like he is, okay. gotcha. but she's also got Sean Astin's insanity about yeah. like thinking she deserves this man who she yeah. doesn't know. And so she's going to trick him and do all this shit to manipulate him. Yeah. Into, like, you know what I mean? But also I will say this, look, I really do think, and maybe this is going too far, I don't know, mm. but I really do think the leopard does represent the female vagina mm. and for the character of Cary Grant mm-hmm. and for the, that he's like, he's attracted to like, you know, because I think that's what the point is between them is that they have a physical attraction. They mm. don't really like yeah. each other. They can't, like, he can't stand her. Yeah. But, you know, he'll say sometimes like, oh, you know, but like sometimes when I look at you, like I just, you know, he like, but he's. He's like into her. Mm. Like he's like, oh, so when you're like not speaking, like I, I just have a fondness for you or whatever, and like I, and then the caveman represents the male penis, yeah. you know? Yeah, and exactly. It's like, like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're like, all horny, like yes. in Encino Man. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's another connection that I just yeah. made now. Yeah. <laughs> the penis, the vagina, it's all. You know, the, there's like these two physical manifestations yeah. of these things, and showing that, like, yeah, like. Okay, uh, Cary Grant's got to tame that <laughs> that 
that uh, the jaguar, the the, the leopard. leopard yeah. Sorry, yeah, the leopard. Even though that leopard is already tame, that's kind of weird. I guess not tame, but, but catch it. Yeah, I guess so. Like, but I mean, I would say tame too, because uh, kind of because because Cary Grant it. is so like um, he's not confident in the way like uh, uh, or like I guess assertive. Or I get he kind of is actually he's like telling her like like what he wants and like how he's feeling. He tries, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but he's always like kind of like trampled. But I, but on. I feel like that that comes out of his frustration. Yeah, like he wouldn't really be like that to the. Um, to the girl he's going to engage yeah, to, fiance, to his yeah. fiance and like other people at the museum and stuff like that. Yeah. He wouldn't be assertive like that. It's yeah. only once he becomes frustrated and angry, which is when people are just like, Oh, he's a psycho. He's crazy. Yeah. Like, but because also he, when he's talking to the, um, it's the, the, the guy who, uh, I forget the guy who has, who's, who supposedly has the money to get the grant from or whatever, you know? Oh, Peabody. But yeah. Oh, Peabody. Yeah. It's always he's a Peabody. Like, yeah. <laughs> Old guy with the bow tie yeah. in a movie that's yeah. black and white. His name's Peabody. Right. Yeah, or Mr. <laughs> Peanut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Peanut. But Peabody. yeah, like, yeah. So, like, in that situation, he's, like, not confident, you know, because he's trying to, like, you know, like, beg for this money, kind of. But he doesn't know how to. And he's just being, like. Well, hey, that's silly. one positive thing. She brings out the confidence yeah. in him. That Yeah, that's one thing she brings out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. No sound effects, right? Polly Shore. Uh, yeah, but look, I mean, that's just my theory. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if Howard Hawks was thinking that. I don't know if the writers of, of Bringing a Baby were thinking that. But I mean, but obviously, I sure was. yeah, I mean, obviously there's that, uh, there, there's that like, you know, that sexual tension between them or something, you know, and it's just played out through like these, uh, misunderstandings throughout the whole film, you know? Yes. And, yeah, yeah. And yeah, like you said, it's, a, uh, you know, it's materialized in the leopard. Like that's like the, the MacGuffin of every, like of it you know like yeah like you said it was the vagina or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. so um criterion it's too bad you didn't get to me first before i put out the blur i could have give you a real good blurb right there yeah. i could have wrote a whole essay about this about how the how about the leopard represents yeah the female vagina all right should we do last thoughts on uh bringing up baby or, uh, or yeah we can yeah we can do it yeah. well let's uh let's hear yours I, and we do ratings again for the criterion film um, you know, it's 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 zero to five. Yeah. The ratings don't really matter, but we just want to kind of give you know, yeah, make sure our last bit, thoughts yeah. as well as a little uh, period on that. Yeah, you know, a little button on it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's always like, I mean, older films are always like great to see because like, I don't know, you kind of, I, I mean, I do kind of, I kind of put them off sometimes because like, yeah, I don't want to watch that, but I'm always like pleasantly surprised by every like everything I see that's from like you know the early early hollywood you know and right. obviously this classic this, and hollywood. like and obviously howard hawks being one of those directors that like obviously everyone should know and, and like is one of the auteur not i would you say would you call him an auteur or just like um a, i i mean i haven't seen enough yeah. of his stuff yeah but I mean, but yeah, obviously he's one of those guys. But that, he's, like, I mean, he's certainly like a, um, like a king of classic Hollywood. Yeah. Of that that old school like studio system where yeah. these like directors were literally just making movie like hundreds of movies. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and also that's I mean that's also cool is back then too. They all they also didn't necessarily make the same, right. stay in the same genre. You yeah, know, they, yeah. They went all over the place. Yeah, and it's also good. and you know they kind of went where the stars were, right? John yeah. Wayne was the guy, so they got to yeah. make a western because John Wayne's not gonna yeah. do anything else. 
Cary Grant's the guy. Oh, you know, that's a screwball comedy. Yeah. You know, you can do different things. Oh, you got what's because I think he also did uh, the Angels uh, with Baby Faces or whatever. With oh, what's Angels face? with Dirty Faces. Angels with Dirty Faces. That, yeah. Oh, Pretty okay. sure he did that one as that's, well. Uh, what's that guy's name? Cagney? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Cagney's the guy. You got to do yeah. a gangster flick. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's so. sort of like that kind of like, especially back then, it was really like that. Yeah, it's about the stars. Right. You know, yeah, more yeah. so than, I guess, the directors at that time. But. Obviously, well, I mean, the directors, but the directors kind of prevailed. Well, like, yeah. you know, like I feel like they're getting their due, you know, like like if they yes. didn't necessarily get it then. But right. Yeah. No, I, I think I think Howard Hawks was probably someone who probably was well known. Well, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. At his time, like around the time people were like well aware of, you know what I mean? Of how yeah. good he was and stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine like especially most of those like because. Those were like the guys, you know, like Howard Hawks and like John Ford and all those guys. Like those yeah. were the guys that were like making stuff like Alfred Hitchcock where it was just like, yeah, you can't deny that they're like yeah. good. You know, they make a bunch of different stuff or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So anyway, yeah. Sorry. This no. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, I mean, bring it. I'm glad I bought it. You know, I'll watch it again. I can definitely something to enjoy all the time. Uh, yeah. What else? Yeah, and I got to see more Howard Hawks stuff. I don't know what I'm fucking lagging about. Well, because you're not a real cinephile. Yeah, true. Just kidding. We're we're the Criterion cult, Mondo. Come on, yeah. don't. Anytime someone asks you <laughs> if you're a cinephile, you say yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so what? What would you rate it? Uh, I'll give it a four. Actually, I was nice. gonna give it. Uh, at first, I was kind of leaning more towards three and a half, three ish, but. I mean, the script is so fucking tight. Like, it's... Yeah. Like, there's no, like, there's no room for, like... There's no fat on this at all. No. Which is, like, you know, like, a good thing. I feel like a good thing for this because it sets the pace for it and, like, it just keeps going and going. Like, you don't ever want this, like, train to stop, you know? Yeah, because then it will just kind of yeah. die. Yeah, there's it's, no, it's like... It's got to be There's non-stop. no fucking Apatow and his family scene where it just... But, I mean, that stops the film in its tracks. And, and even when it seems like that might be that, it's never that. Yeah, Everyone just yeah. gets up and keeps moving about yeah. it. It's, like, moving all over the place, you uh-huh. know? Yeah. All right. Four. Four stars. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a... You said four? Yeah, yeah, I gave it four. One. Four golf balls. Four, four go- stolen cars. Four stolen cars. Mm-hmm. Four golf balls. My last thoughts for bringing up baby four is four monkey bones. Again, you know, we all know what the leopard represents. Yeah. You know, I said it already. Can't deny it. You, you, you can't deny it. Howard Hawks, if he was alive today, he might actually pat me on the back and say, "You got it, kid." These people back then, they didn't get it, but you got it. He's like, "Here's a leopard." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, yeah." Thanks, Howard Hawks. <laughs> but yeah, so but uh, put that thing away. <laughs> we, we, I will say that, as we were saying, you know, again, annoyed with annoyed with the characters, but that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy the film. I thought it was like you said, a tight script. Thought it was really funny. Uh, like I think uh, it Grant, almost feels like Dumb and Dumber sometimes. I think, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. With, mm-hmm. uh, Harry and Lloyd. That's true. It really does, yeah. actually. Now that you say that, because she is so. Like, well, I mean, see, that's the thing is that she, like obliv- but she uh, always feels like both of like, she feels yeah. like a, like she's like Harry and Lloyd, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, she's just like so much. She's yeah. like too much in this, <laughs> but I did enjoy it. I will say that Cary Grant is a really great comedic actor. Um, does really great stuff. Like, uh, in terms of like 
reactions and the way that he like i don't know delivers his lines really funny he just has like really funny so for that time i feel like when he's a little he more like i don't know it's just it's feel, it feels so different from other the other characters that are reacting to things yeah. he feels a little more elevated in his comedy delivery i will say yeah, yeah in, and in, in terms of like some of the other co-stars that he might have mm-hmm. like the guy who's playing the the professor or whatever like those mm-hmm. certain people they they have like funny moments and stuff and they have like all these wacky reactions mm-hmm. and i think carrie grants they always feel like more grounded mm-hmm. and like it feels just more real and i feel like his frustration really coming through it doesn't feel just like oh all wacky yeah. it feels very much like a man who's falling apart you know, it's just a really good yeah. performance. <laughs> when we were watching it earlier, too, when it started, it, like, you know, like in the beginning, he's doing that Cary Grant voice. Mm-hmm. But I feel like as the movie went on, he like stopped doing it. Or it wasn't as. Um, I, I, I still heard it. I mean, like, it, I, I mean, I, it's because, again, it goes in and out. It's not yeah, always like there, heard, like less and less. Like, yeah, the, like, you know. Yeah. But like at at the beginning, at the top of the movie, it was like really, it was prominent. It was like Dana Carvey doing it or something, like you know his impression uh, uh, of right. Cary Grant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it went in and out as I was watching it. You you can hear it sometimes. You sort of like it was yeah. prominent sometimes, but mostly not. I mean, I'll give this. Uh, I'll give it a four. Four Cary Grant accents uh, going <laughs> in and out throughout the film. Uh, four solid. Um, bringing up baby probably one I, I will eventually buy, um, just because I would like to have it in the collection. Uh, get start getting on that Howard Hawks. Yeah, right. L- ladies and gentlemen, let's let's start a uh, let's let's it's sort of like a fitness club thing, but it's about watching Howard Hawks films. Mm. You check in with us. We're gonna post if you've watched. We're gonna post Howard Hawks movies, and we're gonna have like a little book club, but it's a movie club, mm. and we're gonna give you like a week to watch it, and you report back to us and let us know what you think. All right. We're going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm seriously going to do it. Sounds good. And bringing up babies, your first assignment. All right. And up next, we're going to be wheezing the juice with Uh, California man, a.k.a. Encino man. Hell yeah. You're probably wondering why I said California man. I thought we were doing Encino man. Well, we are, Jordan. But overseas, they call it California man because they have no idea what Encino is. Right. They it's, don't know what the good life is. Yeah, they don't know. Encino in the membrane. <laughs> um, Encino yeah. man, not California man. Got it. Yeah. Caliman. But yeah, like like I said, this is a first time thing we're doing. Uh, my girlfriend wanted me to bring Encino man to the Criterion Cult film podcast. So that's what we're doing. That's what I'm doing in her honor <laughs> for my love, for my partner. My girlfriend, whatever, whatever you want to call them, them, they, who. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, she won't like that part. <laughs> anyway, so Encino Man, 1992, directed by Les uh, Mayfield. Uh, when the Stone Age meets the Rock Age. Yeah. High school <laughs> misfits Stoney and Dave discover a long frozen primeval man buried in their backyard. But the thought-out Link, as the boys have named him, quickly becomes a wild card in the teens' already zany Southern California lives. After a shave and some new clothes, Link's presence at school makes the daily drudgery a, a lot more interesting. And who the hell is in this, you ask? I mean, who's not in this? I mean, we got two Academy Award winners in this cast, baby. <laughs> yeah. uh, Brendan Fraser as Link. 
Polly Shore as Stony Brown. Soon to be three, Polly Shore. Yeah, Richard Simmons. Yeah, he's gonna win. He's gonna get one for that one. Uh, Sean Astin for as Dave Morgan. Uh, Megan Ward as Robin Sweeney. Robin uh, Tooney as Ella. Michael. Deleuze as Matt Wilson, uh, your neighborhood bully. I mean, you can't have a teen comedy without one, you know. Uh, Rose McGowan's in this as Nora. Uh, who else we got? Oh, yeah, of course, the other uh, Academy Award winner, uh, Ki-Hu Kwan as uh, Kim. So it's very humble beginnings. Yeah, you know? very, very humble, very humble. Begin beginnings. Yeah, uh, yeah so Bren- Brendan Fraser starts off as a missing link. He ends up as a whale. <clears throat> yep that's how this movie goes yeah he went back to the ocean <laughs> yeah he, <laughs> he goes backwards yeah. into a whaleness um encino man yeah encino man it's been a long time since i've seen this actually but i mean obviously it's one of those movies you grow you grow up with especially if you're a southern california kid like we are Right. right. Yeah. I yeah. I had the VHS tape of it. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I never had it on VHS. I this is one of those movies that I never saw like fully. You know, I never caught it from beginning to end. I always caught like from the middle or the beginning to or something. You know. Oh, right. Uh-huh. Never like. But I mean, obviously, I mean, you get the gist of it. But after this rewatch, I would say uh, there's a lot more to it than uh, I would previously thought. I guess, and uh, a lot more going on than you might think in this film one of those good old-fashioned teen comedies okay all right um i don't know if i feel the same way after the my watch of it okay. rewatch of it um but i guess you know that's what i'm here to do is hear yeah, you out you weren't digging you weren't dusting the off the corpse no of, when i when of the, of the cro-magnum man i was not digging it um it was all prehistoric news to me yeah <laughs> It was, it was just uh yeah you know he was not the miss he was not the missing link i was hoping yeah. for um but yeah you know again i'm ready but to this hear. is a bedrock foundation yeah i don't know <laughs> sorry i reached ah, i was reaching bedrock reached. ah yeah well i mean flintstones yeah that's what i'm saying but he's not a flintstone He's an insane stone oh, oh stony the weasel <laughs> blah, 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 blah. All right. I mean, what you <laughs> you really find out who the real weasel is, and it's Dave, uh, Sean Astin's character, because he's this guy. You know, he wants to be popular. He's like, he's not, he's un, he's not cool or whatever. You know, he's 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 a uh, digging his own pool. He might be digging his own grave, actually. But <laughs> but yeah, you know, like he's this guy. He just wants to be. He wants to be popular. He wants to be noticed. He wants to make a big splash. Uh, you know, senior year. You know, like really like make his name known and stuff before he right. goes off to college and stuff like this. And, uh, you know, he's, he's in love or not even, I would say in love with the, his, uh, childhood friend that somehow became hot and, uh, is, uh, you know, and now he, he now he lusts after her. Oh yeah. He just has like a really weird and sad, uh, yeah. like this, uh, he feels like she has this obligation to him just because they were friends when they were younger. Yeah. He has this obligation to her or she has, she has a, an obligation. Yeah, to him. Yeah. 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 That, that be, yeah. just because they were friends when they were younger, that yeah. they're supposed to like be with each other. That yeah. They're supposed to like, you know, that they're just supposed to automatically just sleep with each other, I guess is what he seems like he's more interested in Yeah, than actually like falling in love with her and like caring about who she is as a person. Cause he doesn't seem to really know that. Or um, yeah, it doesn't even seem to care or right. like throughout the movie, that would have been like a good, like, 
He's the real Crow Magnum idiot. Yeah, he, that would have been like something, I don't know, that would have made their relationship deeper somehow. But I don't know. that. that I guess it's not. A, I mean, you know, it's, it's something not, that happens. Yeah. People have like childhood friends and they grow apart yeah. and they're not always like as close. You know, it's just because you yeah. were close before doesn't mean they owe you yeah. that closeness because you're older. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially if you grow apart in some way. I mean. Obviously, she was popular and cool. Yeah, he's over here hanging out with Polly Shore, who's probably like forty years old, going to high school still. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, you know, like there's so they grew apart, and I mean, obviously, they still talk and stuff. Yeah. But she doesn't seem to have any interest to kind of like, you know, I mean, she talks to him and she's nice to him, but it's never like, but, oh, hey, uh, like I want to hang out with you all the time. It's just very, just like, but oh, I hey, mean, like, they are very honest with each other too because they both know that they're kind of like a. Uh, they both want something and obviously she doesn't want anything from Sean Astin, but he knows what she knows what he, she, he wants from her. And I don't know why he, and also why she's kind of dating this, uh, the jock guy too. Like she's, you know, she's popular. It makes her more. Yes. I don't know. Likeable. It, it keeps her in that spotlight. Yeah. It's part of the, the, uh, the hierarchy of popularity. Yeah. You gotta be with certain people in order to keep up. The yeah, status quo and yeah. appearances. Yeah, uh, yeah, and but, so you got to be with the fucking dickhead with the, yeah. with the um, with the flat top. Yeah. He's got a kind of a flat top. On. Yeah, he's a dickhead of, with the flat top <laughs> who likes to beat up on people that are smaller than him. Shush, and, he, and just likes to like I don't know like hang on on you and kiss your neck even though you're <laughs> trying to talk to people. Like uh, you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Just uh, yeah. be all overly aggressive and stuff yeah. like that, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, cause it's like it doesn't seem like she likes him very much, but obviously, yeah, she has he, to. She has to be with him because that's how she can hang out at the skate rink, and yeah. you know that's that's where you want to yeah, be. The popular kids hang out there, but yeah, but besides that, like yeah, it obviously it's these people fighting for like uh, you know popularity or to be known or to be seen, and the whole time, uh, Polly Shore is you know the antagonist of that. You know, like he just—he's just being himself. He never wants anything, and he never expects anything from anyone. Right. You know, he just like you know whoever you are, you are, and mm-hmm. and that's fine. You know, and yeah, he's a real—he's a real simple, nice guy. Yeah, and just he wants see, the weeds of juice, and then, like you said, he doesn't care what you do or who you are. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that there's that whole underlining thing of like you know like you know obviously the popularity and all that shit doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Of course not. You know, yeah, you can't put you, that on a resume. Yeah, to get a job. You have to like, you have, you have some, at some point you have to realize that. And Polly Shore's character kind of always realizes that and is doing that. And even though Sean Aston kind of like, uh, tells him that, Oh no, he wanted link for, uh, you know, to be popular too. And to be seen with him, which was totally untrue. It's just that Sean Aston was upset and that link is, that link would um that uh what's what's your name uh yeah robin wants to go to the prom with link mm-hmm. whatever and so sean Aston wants to get rid of his like you know his golden calf kind of because he's jealous of him right well yeah he just yeah. i mean he the point was to make him popular so that yeah. to be seen you know? so that he can be popular yeah. but nobody it's not that's not going to help he's still who he is 
he's this little fucking weasel, sniveling little weasel, and so people are not going to like yeah. him regardless, even if he does kick it with Link. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if Link had a half a brain, if he wasn't a <laughs> Neanderthal, he'd probably tell that fool to shut the fuck up and kick the shit out of him. But he knows, like a yeah. dog, that that's who's feeding him and giving him yeah. house and home, so he's just got to be nice yeah. and protect him. He's giving him fire, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's true, you know? Yeah. I mean, because, like, he's not showing him any... I mean, he's showing him hospitality in that he's, like, letting him live in his house and giving him food, but... It's really more so like, uh, you know, he's using him. But yeah, it's like and, a favor. Uh, to him, Yeah. Like, you know, because he knows. Like, I don't want to give it. But it's like you said, he doesn't. It's like his golden calf. So he doesn't want to give it away. He wants yeah. to keep it as close as possible. Yeah. If he lets it wander out there in Six Flags with Polly Shore, it's going to start growing a brain and it's going to yeah. start figuring out things. Yeah. That, that he doesn't need Sean yeah, Aston. That it does, or doesn't need to be popular or doesn't need those things, blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah. He just wants his Betty. Right. He just wants its Betty. It just needs to survive. You know, his whole thing was he just had to survive. Yeah. He didn't have to fucking worry about clothes and doing his hair and any of that shit. And now that's yeah, like. It, he, yeah. All he had, he had to worry about being mauled by a vicious animal. Right. Yeah. And getting food to like live the next day to feed yeah. his, his Betty. Yeah. And uh, did they have kids? Did they have kids? No, they don't, don't have kids. No, yeah. it's just them two, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because she shows up. Uh, but oh, they yeah. never did a part two. Yeah. Um, and that's it's, a spo- spoiler alert. Uh, but Betty's Bazongas show up. Uh, they're, they've been iced That's up. a good name for the sequel, Betty's Bazongas. Yes, Betty's Bazongas or Break the or a, Ice. Or a good name for a ride, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. They yeah. should do... What? What? Who did this? What studio? Well, you, we'll put it in Universal Studios. Who cares? We'll, we'll just get <laughs> yeah. the rights somehow. Yeah. Betty Bazongas Break the Ice uh, roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's you know he's, he's not worried about that he's not worried about popularity yeah. and uh you know neither is uh neither is the weasel yeah he's just trying to live but sean astin is and that's yeah. what's uh, it oozes off of him and it's gross yeah and, and this, people that, notice it yeah and to that, a fault yeah right. he's like uh everyone's like no everyone notices it yeah. no but there's no one who doesn't in this movie he's know desperate. that he's trying to yeah that he's desperate to try to be um you know because even the bully is sort of right and not like trying to is trying to keep him from kind of seeing um, Robin. Yeah. Because he's really not there's there, there's really nothing that Robin's gaining from seeing this little weasel. Yeah. He's just sort of always trying to guilt trip her into into bed or into yeah. being naked with each other because yeah. he has a picture of her naked when she was a child like a weirdo. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just walking around with it at parties. Yeah, like showing it to her and like using it as like this like thing, you know. Yeah. And I get it; it's like part of the comedy or something. Yeah. And you know that's it was just cute like, back then. Yeah, but, it was like cute back then. But now, but now not so much. Well, it, I mean, the times have changed. Right, and and obviously she doesn't even think it's cute. Then she's pretty like, what the yeah. hell? Like, why are you doing that? Yeah. And but yeah, so it's it's really sad that, because there's no he has no personality to him he's not even trying to be somebody so that he can be popular or that yeah. he can be anything he thinks that digging up a pool and having a fucking party is going to make anyone care about him <laughs> they're just going to use his fucking pool like yeah. you know what i mean like there's no he because he, he, he has no attachment to anyone he just i mean he really hangs out with Polly shore i feel like just because Polly shore is just cool and like you said he's cool yeah. with everyone he's just like you know he sees yeah. the good in everyone he's just like hanging out you know, yeah, he doesn't expect anything from right. everyone. You know, he's just being who he is and, and letting people be who they are. Yeah, because like everybody be. should tell that fool to shut up and kick his ass. I mean, eventually they kind of do. You know? <laughs> eventually, Paulie Shore does kind of tell him what's what yeah. about him and stuff like that. But, you know, it, it, they, 
yeah, for a long time, they should have just been like, hey, man, like, just shut up. Like, yeah. Just live your life. Like, you're over here, like, obsessing over things that aren't going to matter pretty soon. Like, yeah. you can't put that shit on a resume. Yeah. You can't put that you, like, you slept with a hot chick in high school and you were, like, really cool, you know? <laughs> like, that doesn't mean anything in the real yeah. world at all. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, that dude with the flat top, he's still probably going to live like that. The, the bad guy, what's his name? But anyway, he's, like, you know, he's probably still going to live like that in that glory, you know? Mm. Thinking, yep, I used to be the sickest. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, like, sad. Nobody needs that. Yeah, nobody, it is sad. Nobody nobody cares. It's about what you're doing now. But like, yeah, I mean, just like, I mean, how like when we saw... It's right. not about the past, what happened in the Stone Age. <laughs> it's what you're doing now in the present. Yeah. That's what matters. And what's going to lead to the your future. The present age. <laughs> the future age. But yeah, it was just funny to see this again and like, and kind of have that realization like how we did with Rushmore or uh, Lucas, you know, where we were kind of on the sides of these people, maybe. Right. But with this movie, I was kind of like, I didn't even know there was a side, sort of. Or, you know, like it was just cool that they had a, well, I you know, mean, a Crow Magnum man. Like, yeah, they were I mean, like, I guess right away you sort of do take his side because he's being bullied. Yeah. Like, that's kind of the first thing you see when he goes to school. You know what yeah. I mean? And you and you are like, you know, when you're younger, you aren't really reading between the lines like we are now. Where yeah. it's like, before you are seeing that and you're just kind of like, oh, why is he rejecting her? They did grow up together. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? They're you, friends. What yeah. happened? Like, how come she's not fucking, you know, like, that sucks. But he's just know? being a pest. Yeah, he's just being a pest. Yeah. He, again, he, like, he's expecting something from her that's not, it's not obligated to him. Like, you know, which is what a lot of yeah. guys think. Just because you hung out with me once or because you did this yeah. once, you know? Yeah. It's this caveman mentality, you <laughs> fellas. Get out of that caveman mentality. All right? Yeah. And get caveman uh, vitamins. Take those, you become stronger. <laughs> but in the brain, vitamins. Come strong in the brain. Don't be. They'll be all bronze. We need some brains out there, guys. Yeah. We're turning to a Joe Rogan podcast. We're gonna talk <laughs> about getting, getting alpha brain, getting sick, turning it up, Encino Man style. But yeah, yeah. It was just. It was just. It was kind of cool to see that. Like you know, it's not all just like a, a wacky comedy. Even though it's not. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, you know, it very it's, much it's, is. Yeah. It is a wacky comedy, obviously, but it's not all just that. You know, there's like something behind it too. It's not just. Well, I guess you it, know, it, it's not it just goes like a some like against the tropes of most of those comedies. You know, I guess like, because having that fool like that. Where like yeah, I mean, feel like, I feel like more like after this like movies like especially these kinds like they kind of threw away like any kind of moral or kind of like, uh, you know, like story like real story. I guess you know that was going on behind. Uh, you know, just all the wa- the wackiness and like you know, like mm-hmm. the stoner comedy kind of things that go on or whatever. Because well, this is also part of the uh, the sort of high concept comedies that they don't make yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. Where you dig up a caveman or yeah. someone turns into a dinosaur or like some shit yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Where like yeah, it's like, and then you have to like keep it in your room with your family for yeah, some you're reason. Hiding it, yeah. And people do, and there's like, oh, it's just that foreign foreign exchange student yeah. I said was gonna be here and your mom and dad are like, cool, like let this man sleep in our house. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Like a, yeah. It's they're, like they're hiding E. T. or something. Right. Yeah. yeah like a lot of those comedies don't exist anymore. Where it's like, yeah, you know, a mannequin comes to life and then yeah. he falls in love with like shit like that, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of like uh I think this is probably, you know, one of the last in those, at least that were popular. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously I don't know for sure, but it seems like it because I don't remember, like, there's nothing, like, in in the 90s, it was more so, like, I feel like a lot of, It was of, more like, slackery kind of stuff. It like, was, like, slackery like, stuff. Which we've been kind of watching lately, or have been, yeah. Right. Yeah, it was more, We're like, slacker into. kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and also, like, the concepts were just more, like, uh, physical, like... 
Like no, Flubber is obviously not one, but I feel like <laughs> Flubber is like an That's example a 1950s of that. movie. Yeah. But I'm talking about yeah. the Robin Williams one. Oh, okay. Like that, like the idea of like that they were just like all wacky and falling everywhere, yeah. like a mousetrap or something. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. Mouse, like those yeah. kind of things where it wasn't like, they weren't dependent on jokes. It was just yeah. really like gags and like visual things. Yeah, pratfalls you know? and stuff like yes. that. Yes, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like senseless from like with Marlon Wayne. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like most of the things that like the funny, the fun, the thing that's supposed to be funny about it is that yeah. he just starts drooling and flopping around everywhere. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Because he loses those senses. Yeah. There's he, no like actual like joke, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So those it, it sort of turned into that. Yeah. Where this was more so about like oh like we found, you know like what what you know in the way that we com- you know with, with what we watch the. Uh, bringing up baby yeah but like those kind of concepts of like oh hey there's like a leopard that they just have yeah you know that they have to deal with and they're and this chasing fool, after yeah this fool is like lost. the leopard yeah. obviously brendan frazier is yeah. that you know um yeah so that's uh well that's actually sean astin is the real leper well he's a leper yeah not a leopard <laughs> oh leper yeah that's what i, was, I thought you were going no the leopard from bringing yeah. up baby like yeah, yeah, uh yeah. or yeah that's what it is right leopard. yeah leopard yeah and, uh, lepor, yeah and then uh yeah like that's what uh, brendan fraser is to them yeah. it's like them trying to you know tame it and use it for something yeah but to get closer to uh you know clark gate or what was what's the actor's name in bringing up baby uh cary grant cary grant it's them to get closer to cary grant Oh yeah, but this yeah. in this way it's just uh, Sean Astin's way to get closer to fame. Yeah, or to get closer popularity to, to get closer to getting laid by his neighbor, his friend that lives yeah. up the street or whatever. Uh, you know, and th- and that's another thing too, fellas. Look, you know, there's a lot of fish in the sea out there. You know, you don't got to be all zonked out about one, and all obsessive <laughs> about one that doesn't really want to give you the time zonked of day. Out. Like, just you know, stop being a weirdo. Stop being weird about it. Just you know. Chill yeah. out, <laughs> yeah, and uh, well, and then too, also, I think this movie like it really like encapsulate uh, like a certain time like in the nineties that I don't know, it's like it like you couldn't cap recapture this, you know, even though like people try really hard to like you know go back and like you know live that nostalgia and stuff like this, like this is really like one of those films that you can look back at and like it feels i mean obviously it it is, but it is it feels authentic you know even though it is authentic like you know compared mm-hmm. to like stranger things or the uh captain marvel movie or i mean you know like uh richard linklater he like i mean why well, I, I guess i'm only speaking for myself because i didn't live in the 70s but even that doesn't feel like uh you know it's grabbing at something like it almost feels like uh, it feels authentic i, I mean you know, like mm-hmm. as uh, as he, like he depicts the seventies. It's not so like overblown or like so like. Oh, remember these? Remember right. these? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like shit like that. Like it didn't start off with yeah. everyone, all of them roller skating around and yeah. like doing disco moves and yeah. like yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just just start off with slow ride, smoking a joint, go right. rolling into school in the morning. You know. Yeah, and the costumes are not like overbearingly like yeah. everyone at club. Like you know, some club or something. Yeah. Like it just—they look like normal kids. Yeah, they look like normal clothes that you w- would right. wear during the day, and obviously they change, you know, to get ready for the party and stuff. But that's—that it, doesn't even feel like it's like like too much, you know, mm-hmm. with their clothing or whatever. Although but, I will say, Polly Shore feels a little too much here. But that's but of course, it's only. Be, was. But, yeah, but I'm just saying, yeah, it's only because it's Polly Shore. Yeah. That is just like oh yeah, that's just what he looks yeah, like. Yeah, and that's like another thing too. Like, that's, that's his whole such, character. There's no yeah, like, there's no way around. Yeah, this like this movie just encapsulates like this such a certain time in like uh you know of the '90s of that decade. It was so early on, and in, like it it like 
I don't know. It's like I feel like a lot of movies don't capture that as much as this does. And it feels like uh, almost like The Breakfast Club or something like that. You know, like a John Hughes kind of thing. But obviously John Hughes didn't do this. But it does feel like that. And like it's what I mean. It makes it like important to like uh, to cinema. You know, like it's not necessarily, uh, you know, the best comedy or anything like that. But it does like capture something that I don't think any you could you could redo, you know, or, you know, it's, it feels like lightning in a bottle. And then also, like, you know, the actors, too, like, just like Brendan Fraser and then uh, uh, Kim, uh, was it, Q-Kwan, uh, Q-Hu-Kwan, uh, Q-Hu-Kwan, sorry. Uh, you know, like, obviously he was in The Goonies and this is, and stuff like that, but it's still like, you know, like, this guy was, I mean, these people were in this fucking movie and it's, you know, it's crazy to look back and like realize that like, and that's also, that's, it just makes it like a marker in cinema, you know, for these people. And, you know, and it's just like, in, I think those, those are like those, those kind of markers go throughout, uh, you know, cinema, like, you know, like not everyone is in the best movie ever, but it's also, but I think this movie falls into like, it, it really does what it needs. Like it's one of those movies you can just sit back, relax and like turn your brain off and enjoy it. And, and you don't have to do anything, anything else. There's like no heavy lifting, I guess. But I mean, and sometimes cinema, it can be that, you know, like it doesn't all have to be artsy fartsy, like kind of like this crazy, uh, you know, like pushing the boundaries, you know, sometimes it just, it can just be a good film. And that's why I think Encino Man is. Okay. Um, I mean, I I see where you're coming from. Um, you know, I, I don't. It's not it like It scratches like, a certain itch that I have. Yeah. I mean, and that makes sense. I mean, it's probably considered to a lot of people like what you said, like a, a, a like a, a movie that they just remember, like, and it just brings them back to a certain place yeah, when fondly, they watch yeah. it. Um, I guess it didn't really do that for me. I mean, again, I did have the VHS. I watched it a lot when I was younger. Um, it was a movie that I would put on if like my cousins came over. If we were just like watching a movie, it was yeah. just on. And uh, yeah, it was always just, um, I don't know. I don't ever remember it being like funny, but I just remember it. Yeah, it just being entertaining. You're just watching it. Yeah. It's just there. But watching it this time around uh, for the podcast, it was just more so like trying to just like not, I wasn't obviously like trying to be like, oh, there's got to be like, some crazy underlying message to it for it to like matter have like you know yeah to be like in cinema or something obviously that's not true but i think what i what watching it this time around i didn't really feel like there it was that same kind of like like you said at least not for me that marker of like that time Mm -hmm. it sort of felt like and i mean there's it's not like a completely bad movie at all it's not a bad movie in any sense um actually like brendan fraser's probably gave a better performance here than he did in the whale um And like, yeah, and it, it's a fine, again, it's just a solid, like straight through, like little, like, you know, I guess romantic comedy. Um, and it's, yeah, it doesn't have anything where I'm just like, ah, like, you know, it's not too cringy. It's not too, um, <laughs> you know, looking back and be like, oh, damn, yeah. that's like really bad. Like, uh, it's, it's actually fine, but I don't, it's hard to kind of like see it. And because, you know, like we, we could watch some things like you said, yeah, not every single choice has to be like an artsy fartsy kind of thing. I mean, you know, we've let in like something like speed, for instance, uh, which is and not that like was an, pushing the envelope. That's not that's not like an artsy fartsy movie is what yeah. I'm saying. 
Um, it's not, it doesn't, it, it could be like stuff. I mean, like that thing you do is not an artsy fartsy movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's a very like entertaining, just straightforward kind of, you know, film. Yeah. So I, I, so I get what you're saying in that sense. And I do agree that they shouldn't all be, but I don't know for me in Sino man, it just doesn't, it doesn't really hit, you know, there's certain marks that I would like it to hit for me, whether it's like, Oh, a rewatch, it kind of makes me see it in a different light or, mm. Just kind of like realizing, like you said, like watching, like, oh, yeah, you know, that does really like mark a place in like cinema for me or whatever. But this doesn't really do that for me. Um, I and it also was just one that I, I didn't really it, it, this time around. I didn't really it wasn't just like an easy kind of watch. It was sort of like, ah, like this is sort of like a, a bit of a chore in like some instances, not all mm-hmm. the time. But, you know, but I understand like people, again, yeah. it'd be nostalgic for them. This is just my opinion. Uh, Encino Man into the Criterion cult. I don't know. Um, again, not a bad movie. I'm not like, I hope this isn't an indication of me being like, oh, I didn't like it or I hate it or something. Uh-huh. It's fine. It's totally fine. But I just don't see it as kind of like a, I don't know. I just don't see its place in cinema in the way that we've been talking about things it's sort of like you know what i mean that i mm. at first i'm kind of like ah, i don't know why he brought that but yeah. then it like it sort of changed my mind this one is sort of like i don't know why we're why you're bringing that and i sort of still kind of like ah, like i don't know why <laughs> we're you know <laughs> but i'm glad that i got to watch bringing a baby well, do it for the weasel <laughs> i don't want to do it i don't want to do anything for the weasel he's uh, coming back strong i hope not honestly um it's really kind of sad that Weird. he's. We it only, had... It's only because he wants to just be another guy from Encino Man who's got an Oscar nomination. <laughs> That's it. He doesn't really care. Corey Feldman <laughs> could have been Encino Man, and I'm, I thank God that he wasn't. I thought it wasn't Ben Stiller hired as Encino Man. There's like footage on YouTube of oh, him. Oh yeah, where he's like a. They, he had no makeup on it. He just looked like a fuck. Yeah, a he. Man. I mean, yeah, he. It's just him like doing like a screen test kind of thing. So yeah. he's not completely like in makeup. He just yeah. looks like. Ben Stiller. No, I was like joking that he looks like a. Oh a, yes, gotcha, gotcha. He's yes, he just already looks like a Neanderthal. Yeah. That's probably one of the reasons why they cast him. Yeah, because he has like that bone structure. Yeah, I didn't even really think about. He has that, that forehead. Because at first I was sort of like, especially because he does have like younger. a like a a Chris Kattan kind of monkey look. Yeah, you know, uh, that's kind of funny. I didn't even think of that because at first I was like, why Ben Stiller? Because he was like not was he like funny? I don't. Yeah. I, like why would they cast him as Link though? And then I was like, oh yeah, because he kind of looks like yeah, yeah, that makes sense. He looks like a chimp. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, a chimp or a chimp? Well, either one. Yeah, I mean, look, Ben Stiller's fine. Yeah, uh, no, he, he, he would have been He's okay, good. I think. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean that that too. We didn't really get into that. Uh, uh, the you know the Encino Man part or the Crow Magnum Man part is like that's like a hard sell too. Like if. If Brendan Fraser wasn't good, like this movie would just fall apart. And yeah, I would understand why you wouldn't let it in. But I think uh, that in itself is another thing to look at is that Brendan Fraser as, you know, Link is uh, really holds the whole movie together. Like because if Link doesn't work, then the movie doesn't work, you know, like it just it would just fall apart. But he like, you know, like uh, he just like really like brings everything together and like, you know, holds like, you know, I really buy him as this, you know, like this, in, this Crow Magnum man or whatever in Neanderthal that they, bear, like they dug out from the their backyard and stuff. So I mean that's another thing too. Like like I mean I know you were joking earlier about like it's, 
it's better performance than the whale, which I mean, yeah, we've talked about and stuff, obviously, and it, we really do think it is a better performance than he did in the whale. But uh, you know, you know how the Oscars work; they just give you an Oscar for something you did in the past, not necessarily what you currently did. You know, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know if they're. I you know, and they also just do that. Th- I mean, maybe they're they're giving him kind of like that for his past work. I don't think they were thinking it like that. It was more so just. One of those like Matthew McConaughey like comeback stories. Yeah. Like, oh, you used to be in movies and people liked you and they didn't for a while and now, you know what I mean? Or you're always in movies and people stop kind of liking you as much. Yeah. Or, yeah. Whatever the case may you're be. You're just surfer, <laughs> surfer dude. Right. Yeah. And then like, yeah, here, I mean, you know, he was, yeah, Brandon Fraser was a big, was hot, hot shit, hot commodity. Yeah. Um, real, real hot shit. Airheads, blast from the past, <laughs> eventually the mummy. George of the Jungle, and again, I'm, I'm you know right. I'm glad he's getting his uh, his Dudley do right. Yeah, uh, his, you his know Dudley do. Yeah, right. his Dudley do's. Yeah, uh, but not for the whale. I mean, yeah. we should. If anything, they should just had a retrospective where they gave him an award for this. Because again, I mean, yeah, I, I I I'm not letting it into the collection, but again, I can point out good things about it, which is this performance from Brendan Fraser. Um, it's just a really solid, like, physical performance in terms of, like, how he has to, you know, convey certain things without ever, like, actually saying the words and, like... Yeah, just, just like, mostly... grunting and groaning or, like, right. yeah, facial expressions. I mean, it's obviously it, it's obviously what works for, like, a... Uh, obviously for, like, a teen comedy, mm-hmm. right? It's, you know, if this was, like, a more serious movie, I, I imagine a caveman would be a little more, you know, a little, a little different than, than yeah. he is here. Probably like, uh, you know, a little more violent, a little more, uh, less understanding, you know, yeah. a little less, uh, yeah, just petting the dog and shit like that. He probably or eating the dog. Yeah. He'd, he'd probably rip its head off he'd or something. Cooking it. Yeah. And like attack the little sister or some shit <laughs> like, uh, yeah, no, really. Yeah. Um, but, but I get it. This is a teen comedy, so it works for that particular performance. It's, it's, uh, it's not supposed to be violent. It's not supposed to be, it's supposed to be wholesome and he's supposed to be this guy who's out of time, out of place, away from his family. Fish out of water. And he's trying to figure out how to make it through. So it's a great, you know, yeah, he's a fish out of water here and, uh, not a whale out of water, which is the huge, a huge, a whale of a difference (laughs) because in the whale, you know, he's, it's really dependent on his makeup. It's not really, and a lot of like, ah, ah, like stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no, there, there's no like person under there. I don't really like, you know what I mean? Mm. Here, which is surprising, him playing Linkovich, uh, <laughs> uh, the missing link is, is more of like a, a grounded kind of like three dimensional person than he is in the yeah. whale because he's like more of someone who you know. Again, like we were talking about earlier, you know, he was like living a certain type of life before, which is, you know, like just trying to survive with his girl, mm-hmm. eating, living in a cave, blah, blah, blah whatever yeah. the, the generic cavemen things do in movies, <laughs> yeah. paint on walls, stuff like that. Yeah. Chase mammoths around. And so now he's like, you know, that that's like uh, when you when you see him in the world that he's in now, you can actually feel that that presence of, oh, damn, like this isn't where, I, where I'm used to and. I like, you know, it sucks. Like everything, I, I miss my family. I miss where I used to be, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Whereas like in the whale where he's just like, oh, I like, I miss everything. He's like literally just telling you he like everything pizza. sucks, everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I miss shoving ice cream down my pants, whatever it is he does <laughs> in the whale. Uh, yeah. And yeah, so it's, 
it's 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 an outstanding performance, Brendan Fraser. I'll give you that, but I can't let the movie in completely into the Criterion Collection. I'll let the performance in. <laughs> oh. Well, like I said, do it for the weasel one more time. Oh, well, I can't give nothing yeah. to the weasel. I'm so sorry. He's he's not going to get in. Sean Astin, really good uh, performance as a dumb shithead. Yeah, you really uh, hate him. I mean, after like watching it carefully and not just like, you know, like being a kid and just like, oh, watching it for, you know, Brendan Fraser or probably Shore or something like that. You know? Yeah. And that, Sean and that, Astin and really does play like a good. And that, and I'm just sort of like, I mean, it's just sort weasel. of joking, but I'm, I'm actually being serious. Fellas, use it as a PSA. Don't be like yeah. Sean Astin. Yeah. Just don't be like that. It's really, gr- it's really gross, yeah. and nobody That's likes it. Cringe. Yeah. Nobody wants it. Yes. All right. No matter whether you're an Encino-looking man, you look like Polly Shore, you look like Sean Astin, <laughs> they don't want it. Um, and unfortunately, I don't want an Encino man in the Criterion Collection. Well, my girlfriend's gonna be devastated. <laughs> She's gonna hate you already more than she does right now. Probably. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I again, it, it was you know, it was something that I did consider, and I was, yeah. just, but I. I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't already kind of ready to say no, just based on, yeah. you know, my experience with the movie. But I watch it again with open arms, with <laughs> arms wide open. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it just didn't pass. It didn't pass the Bechtel test. <laughs> Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, the Bechtel test. Yeah, it, it didn't pass that. Well, at least mine, you know. Yeah. There wasn't any, there wasn't enough dinosaurs. <laughs> there wasn't enough Latinos, first of all. Oh, there was uh, culture clash, was it? There's, you know, there wasn't enough uh, cholos. Only towards the end, yeah, we needed more, which is really great but, representation. Yeah, that was kind of a bad re- representation, of which is kids. fine. Yeah. You know, whatever, it's dumb. There's just fools probably like that yeah. in Encino, Encino, yeah. <laughs> especially around the time. Yeah, where, yeah, where they're hanging out at. Yes, yeah, probably, for sure, I mean, that makes sense. But yeah, um, we're but not yeah. all like that. No, not at all. No, no way, shape, or form uh, would I be caught dead in Encino. Uh, doing anything like that um yeah so probably would be yeah so i'm sorry i apologize uh to the encino man community because i know that that's that's a that's probably going to be a a whole community of people yeah they're gonna come with their torches after you that are going to be mad because i didn't praise this i I was trying to think of a way to like describe it because you know like we know what we talk about like things is like a myspace movie yeah um this is like something else but i can't think of exactly how to like call it this is like a pop punk but no it's like uh it's like one of those like i you know there's like the it's like those uh movies where it's you know it's not it's not completely like a Mac and me, but it's like it's it's obviously a high quality higher quality yeah. film than something like that, but it still is one of those like oh well I own it on VHS so I have to like watch it. Yeah. Like and like there's like a community of people who like love those well, certain types of movies. Well, yeah, it's kind of a cult movie, I would say still. I guess like a not... cult movie, but not like um fuck, I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's just sort of like one of those things, you know? Yeah. Like Roadhouse or something. You know, yeah. that everyone just is like, has to like, you you like it. You just yeah. have to like it, you know? Well, guess what? I don't got to do shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just kind of yeah. saying, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I mean, obviously a lot of the movies I like are considered MySpace movies and that's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing. But yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry guys. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. That Encino Man. No wheezing the juice for you. It's not one of the many food groups today yeah sorry about that but you know what 
Hey, I would still recommend it to people. Yeah. I would say, hey, check it out if you haven't seen Encino, man. That's kind of yeah. crazy if you haven't. I mean, there's probably a younger generation of people who haven't checked it out yeah. yet. So hopefully this will lead them into seeing it. Now, again, just because I said it didn't belong to the collection doesn't mean I don't think it's a, a movie you should see. So go check it yeah. out if you haven't seen it. If you're listening. You still recommend it. I can still say if Encino Man's on, I would probably keep it on for like five minutes until I saw Polly Shore and I'd shriek in horror and I'd change it. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, he's fine, I guess. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, yes, thank you. Check out uh, Bringing Up Baby and check out Encino Man. And uh, keep listening to the pod. Check out more episodes. Somebody contact us. Let us know what you think. Do you even like us? Does anybody even care anymore? Is anyone out there? We're we're stuck in an ice uh, in an Antarctica. <laughs> we're sending this via uh, you know whatever. It's going out there into the airwaves, and we're we're asking for help. Okay, we're doing the new season of True Detective. Uh, we're asking for help. And by help, I mean, I don't know, just some engagement. Let us know what you think. Let us know what movies you're watching. I'm going to start doing more stuff on the Instagram. You can follow that at Criterion Colt Pod. I'm actually trying to be a little more active on X as well. So go, you know, follow us on there. Just trying to get more engagement. Just trying to get more people talking about films. It's sort of, you see social media, you see everything. Everything's about all this other dumb shit. No one wants to just talk about film. And fun movies or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone just has to be mad because Barbie didn't get a nom. You know what I mean? There's just yeah. like things that. Snubbed. Yeah. There's just like things that don't. that Well, we're not. We're just trying to talk about like what the film is and what it means to us yeah. and blah, 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 all that. You know, all the yeah. fun stuff. Yeah. Because all that. Stuff. All the awards crap doesn't really matter. It's. Yeah. Matter- box office. Yeah. All that shit. Like, you know, like. And, you know, when we're all, I'm also about physical media here, yeah. too. So that's another thing. You know, so just, you know, we're going to get. Let's just get into it. Yeah. Engage with us. If you want and if you want to follow me, it's at young Jane Fonda on Instagram. But uh I and Jordan Garcia I'm trying to get back on Letterbox as well. Yeah. Mondo, where can we find you? Yeah, I want all those things too. Uh at save underscore mondo and uh Yeah. No more wheezing the juice.